Welcome to SF Site Audio Reviews. For this podcast, we're listening to Nation by Terry Pratchett, performed by Stephen Briggs. A devastating mile-high tidal wave crashes through the South Seas. 13-year-old native islander Mao somehow survives, but he loses his family, his world, even his gods. And he's not happy about it. Neither is 13-year-old Daphne, the only survivor of an English ship washed up on Mao's island. In time, as other castaways struggle up on the beach, our two heroes find the strength, good sense, and fortitude to pull together some semblance of a culture and a life. To find food, medicine, and shelter, they have to grow up fast. Stepping away from his Discworld universe, Terry Pratchett has written a hybrid, a children's book that examines culture clash, religion, and coming of age. All wrapped up in Pratchett's signature intelligence, penetrating details, and of course, general ridiculousness. Here Mao needs to find nourishment for a struggling infant, and with the aid of some island beer, he decides to milk a pig. The old sow had trampled herself a nest in the undergrowth and was making happy, beery snoring noises, with her family crawling and fighting all over her. Mao dropped to the ground and began to crawl forward. The sow's eyes were shut. Surely she wouldn't smell him through all the muck? Well, that was a risk he had to take. Would the piglets, already shoving one another aside to get at the teats, work out what he was? They squealed all the time in any case, but did they have a special squeal that would set the sow on him? He'd find out. Would he even be able to get the milk out? He'd never heard of anyone milking a pig before. Something else to find out. He'd have to learn a lot in a short time, but he'd fight Lokaha everywhere he spread his dark wings. Does not happen, he whispered, and slid forward, into the brawling, squalling mass of pork. I think Pratchett wanted to question the world through adolescent, still innocent eyes. This is an interesting tightrope to walk, and it turns out it's easier to ask questions like where do sharks come from, or where do stars come from, or even where do gods come from, than, well, listen to this. Mao drew a stick figure and said, Man! Man! said Daphne, and took the stick from him. She drew another figure, but the legs were thicker. Mao thought about it. Pantaloon man, he tried. Trouser man, said Daphne firmly. What does that mean, Mao wondered. Only trouser men are proper men. I don't wear trousers. Why should I? Imagine trying to swim in them. He took the stick and carefully drew a stick woman, which was like a stick man with a woven paper vine skirt and two added circles and two dots um, above the skirt. The stick was snatched out of his hand, and at speed Daphne hastily drew a new figure. It was a woman, probably, but as well as the skirt, there was another skirt thing covering the top of her body, with only the arms and head sticking out. Then she stuck the stick in the sand and crossed her arms defiantly, her face red. Ah, right. This was like the time before his older sister went off to live in the unmarried girl's hut. Suddenly everything he said and did had been wrong, and he never knew why. Throughout this audiobook, narrator Stephen Briggs is at the top of his game. Every word is truly performed. This little sample just cracks me up for the fine writing and detail, the great character development, and the amazing reading. Daphne flipped despairingly through the medical book, which had been published in 1770, before people had learned to spell properly. It was stained and falling apart like a very crumbly pack of cards. It had crude woodcut diagrams like how to saw a leg off, ah, oh, and how to set bones, yuck, 
and cutaway diagrams of, oh, no, oh, oh. The book's title was The Mariner's Medical Companion, and it was for people whose medicine cabinet was a bottle of castor oil, whose operating table was a bench sliding up and down a heaving deck, and whose tools were a saw, a hammer, and a bucket of hot tar and a piece of string. There wasn't much in there about childbirth, and what there was, she turned the page, oh, an illustration that she really did not want to see. It was for those times when things were so bad that not even a surgeon could make them worse. Nation is a fascinating, gentle blend of laughs and philosophy peppered with wonderful lampoons of pretty much everything 19th century and British. And in the end, we are even presented with a wonderfully alternate theory on how and where our civilization really got its start. Great stuff, and as they say, recommended for children of all ages. We've been listening to Nation by Terry Pratchett. This nine-and-a-half-hour unabridged novel is read by Stephen Briggs and published by Harper Audio. Reviewing for SF Site, I'm Brian Price.